Don't we all wish that God was just a little bit more real for us? You know, that we could have a little bit more certainty of his existence or that he would make himself more concrete in our life? I mean, St. Paul has the blessing of having this mystery revealed to him and the apostles, but what about us? Why doesn't God reveal himself to us in a more concrete and certain way so that we don't have to live in this ambiguity and uncertainty? We just live with this mystery. And sometimes we think that mystery means, well, just we can't know. But if God was just a mystery that we couldn't know, then that would mean that God was aloof, that he didn't really want us to know him, if that's the kind of mystery that St. Paul was talking about. But we know, because of Christmas, that God isn't aloof. He sends his son, Jesus Christ. And so what does this mystery mean? How do we live in this mystery if he wants himself to be known through his son, Jesus Christ? It's kind of like this. Have you ever been reading a mystery novel and been tempted to look at the end to see what the outcome was? But even if you went to the end and you read what the ending was, you still went back and read the whole story anyway. Why? Because how you get to the answer is just as important as the answer itself. If you go through a book and you just see the answer that comes at the end of who done it, it's not as fulfilling and you don't know all the reasons that led up to that outcome. It's kind of the same thing in our relationship with God. Jesus is the answer. Jesus is the most concrete expression of God in the world. He is the answer to every single one of our questions of who God is and why he's here. Everything is revealed in Jesus Christ. But we're on that road towards the solution. We know what the answer is. We know what the outcome is. But we're on that journey of allowing it to be revealed to us. And the ones who show us how that happens in our life today with the Feast of the Epiphany, meaning the revelation of God, are the wise men. It's through the wise men and their actions that we see how do we pursue this revelation of God, to come to know God, to understand God in our lives. We see it, to me, by looking at the wise men four ways. First, their question, their pursuit, their disappointment, and finally their encounter with Jesus. It starts with a question. What's their question? What is this star? What does this mean? Why is this here? And they ask that question and they look for the answer. What are our questions for God? What are our questions about God? What are our questions for God? Do we have any? Do we pursue those questions in our life? Because they're essential and important. We have to question God's existence. We have to question why he does things the way that he does. But one of the things that we have to ask ourselves are, are my questions for God only material questions? God, why don't you do this? Or why didn't you do that? If our questions for God are only material, then how are we going to come to know God, 
who is beyond our material life. If we get stuck just in the material questions, then we get stuck in just the world as functional, material. And there's so much more to life than that. Do we give ourselves the ability and the space in our life to ask questions about meaning and purpose? Because ultimately, that's the question that the wise men asked themselves. But they didn't just stop with the question. They set out and followed the star. Once they discovered that this star meant that a great king had been born, they didn't go, oh, that's nice. Well, somewhere in the world, a great king is born. No, they set out to go and find this king so they could pay him homage. They pursue it. See, God is revealed in the measure that we follow him. St. Paul discovered Christ because he was looking for God. He made mistakes along the way. He was persecuting Christians before he encountered Jesus. But it was because of his authentic search for God in his life that he eventually found Christ. We see the same thing with all of the apostles. They started following Jesus not knowing who Jesus was. We can think of how many times they misunderstand what he says about himself. But it's in their following of Jesus that they come to know who he is. And it's a little bit kind of chicken and egg kind of experience because part of us would want to know God and when I know him, then I'll follow him. But what he's asking us is to follow him and we'll come to know him. There's a reason for that. Then the disappointment. They make it all the way to Jerusalem and they go to the place where you would find the king in the king's palace. And they get there and they talk to Herod and go, hey, where's your son? I don't have a son. Where they thought they were going to find the answer to their question, they didn't find it. How do we deal with disappointment when we don't find the answer where we're looking for it or in the way that we're looking for it? Because it'll happen. We will look for the answer to our questions about God and we will be disappointed with the outcome. But do we live in that disappointment? Just because it didn't fulfill our expectations, does that mean that God is not there? They didn't stop. They kept going to the point where they finally encountered Jesus. And when they encountered him, they knelt and they paid him homage, coming to know him, to love him in that action. I was once talking with a man whose marriage was kind of falling apart in large part because of a choice that he made. And he told me in the conversation, he said, Father, from the day that I met her, there has not been a day that I haven't thought about her. And the question in my mind was, well, how many days did you not love her, though? See, we can think about God all the time, but choosing to love him in return for the love that he gives us is a whole other thing. This is the way that we grow in the mystery of God and coming to know and to love him. It's through that questioning. It's through the pursuit of God and the way that we live out our life. 
It's through facing the dis disappointments of not finding the answer where we thought we would and pursuing again. And it's about wanting to encounter Him. Because why do we need to follow to know Him? It's because the mystery of God is a relationship with Him. If God was just an idea to understand, then we would want to know Him before we followed Him. But God is a person who desires a relationship with us. And because of that, we continue to question, we'll question for the rest of our lives. Because of it, we will pursue time and time again, and we will face disappointment time and time again, but we will always be able to come back and to encounter him because he's made himself known in his son, Jesus Christ. Think about it this way. Our relationships with spouses, with friends, they are a mystery to us. They're a mystery to us, which is why you can be married for 50 plus years and you still ask each other questions to know what the other person is feeling or thinking. The questions still remain even if you've been together. Maybe they're less. You don't need to ask as many questions. But the questions are still there because every person is a mystery to us. That we have to pursue them we all have those friendships in our life where we didn't make a point of calling them or getting together with them and just over time the relationship kind of dissipated, fell apart. In order for a friendship, for marriage to continue to grow, it requires an intentional choice to be with each other. Then disappointment. People disappoint us because they don't live up to the expectations that we have for them. But how do we deal with those disappointments with them? Do we continue to pursue love so that we can encounter them anew, again and again? Choosing to love them day after day. And so if that's true of our friendships, of our marriages, of our relationships with others, that they are a mystery, that they require us to question and to pursue and to live with disappointment and to encounter them again and again. Why would God be any different? So yes, God is a mystery, but he's not a mystery that we cannot know and that we're not in relationship with. He's a God who's made himself known in his son, Jesus Christ who wants to be known by us. But because it's about a relationship and not about an idea, we question, we pursue, we live through disappointment, and we encounter him anew again and again.